Hi, and welcome to Mosaic Tales, connecting in the call community. Thanks to PBAFM 89.7, I was able to speak to Jaime and Ileana, uh, both from Chile, another couple, husband and wife team on air. Um, beautiful couple, just ooze, passion um, for music, uh, stories, interviews. Yeah, a real, a real wholesome couple. Family, family is first, first and foremost, which is just really beautiful. Um, radio is clearly really important to them uh, to get the news out about home. And it was really important during COVID, as we hear, uh, and that their audience doubled. So um, always new arrivals uh, coming out as well from El Salvador. What I got from Jaime is that whilst a lot of people, you know, where you find happiness, I think his response about happiness and health was really honest you know, it's a struggle. It, it's not always easy every day and all our emotions aren't permanent, but family is what gives him strength. Ileana, just a beautiful soul um, who's passionate about her culture, people, um, helping people and the fact that she couldn't look after her mum gives her great joy in being able to look after other people. Please do enjoy. Namaste. Hi, my name's Sharina. What is your name? Jaime. Hi, Jaime. Um, I know you from PBA, of course, volunteering here for quite some time. But uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? I come from Chile. It's a country in South America. And how long have you been in Australia? 33 years now, I think. Um, 1988. What was your role back in Chile? I was working part-time. And, um, yeah, we come here as a refugee, too. We were um, against the government at the moment there, which was a military dictatorship. So we applied to come here. Did you bring any family with you? Uh, my wife and uh, three kids. What were the barriers when coming to Australia? Did you find any? Yeah, mostly the the first one, the big one, is the language because we didn't speak any English at all um, in my country. And then uh, obviously cultural things, you know, food, family in terms of um all the gathering on Sundays with the family, which are traditional in there, and many other cultural things, you know, music and everything else. Life's very different here. It is very different. It is very... Um, at, the, at the beginning, we found it boring. We didn't see any people on the street. Um, normally, in summer, over there, all the kids play soccer and on the street and girls playing there too. So everybody knows each other's names and know what's happening with the family. And that's different here. Everybody stay inside. <laughs> that's very true. How did you overcome that, though? Uh, we stay inside. <laughs> In some way, uh, we just adapted to the new culture. And, and that's the main challenge for us to, um, yeah, to um, not to uh, keep Try to keep our culture in a way, but respecting what is here, because this is home now. Had you heard of radio or volunteering in radio in Chile? No, no, never, never thought that I could do anything in the radio in Chile. So what made you choose radio here? Basically because uh, I want to be involved in something that helped the community, the Spanish-speaking community, all the Latin American and people from Spain. So I first get involved in um, Radio Adelaide and try to run a, a program in Spanish. Yeah. What feelings are around volunteering? How does it make you feel? Uh, it's great. Um, helped me a lot because even if it is a program in my language, I have to have a, a training in English and I learn a lot of, about Australian music, for instance, um, and, and stuff like that. I run a few programs in English too, so... 
it was a challenge. And then here in PBA FM, I have to do more trainings and all stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's very, very nice because you, um, you challenge yourself every time you go to the radio, especially when you have a, an English-speaking program. If it wasn't for radio, would you be volunteering anywhere else? I normally, yeah, since we arrived, we participate together with Eliana in many community projects, let's say short-term projects, helping uh, or raising money to send to our country for different situations like earthquakes, tsunamis, or just whatever happened over there. They need some money. Sometimes uh, we raise the money for um, bushfires or stuff like that. So, yeah, we've been participating in our community in many different ways. Do you get feedback from Chile? Do you have listeners over there as well? Yes, yes. And it's very important because it's a, yeah, it helps us to keep going. How do you do your research each week for the show? It, it takes time. It takes time um, first to decide what, what we have. We normally in our program, we go a few weeks in advance because uh, we in our program, the main issue is to have interviews, to have people, uh, guests that come to talk different different, uh, you know, issues or whatever happening around in Australia or in our country or in Latin America. But basically, services and businesses, let's say, uh, ventures that people are trying to run here, we invite them to promote music, artists. So every time we have somebody coming here and talking about something special, then I have to read a lot about them in the computer or whatever. (laughs) During COVID was very difficult too. It was very important to hear people on the radio, um, especially when you're in lockdown. How important was it then? Very important. Very important. And actually, uh, I saw our audience almost double last year, 2020, and and their interest in the program from our community was really, really great. Um, Even this year, that we don't have a lot of COVID here, but but people listen to us because they want to know what's going on around Australia, whether they whether they could travel to Victoria or no, whether they need to vaccinate or no, whatever the the issue they we have doctors coming here, psychologists, epidemiologists coming here talking about the, the many COVID issues, and and that was great because the community respond very well to that. Part of my interview is about people getting older. How do you feel about getting older and, and staying active and staying engaged? Well, this is this is one thing that keeps me alive. That's <laughs> Apart from the grandkids <laughs> that um, keep me busy, give me um, something to do over the weekend, preparing for the program. So uh, it's very important because uh, when I see myself now 65-year-old, I thinking about retirement, but I don't want to retire. <laughs> but this is one way to keep going, probably. Um, it's a volunteer work, and I love it, and I would like to keep going for many years, if possible. Do you think it's different for men to retire than women? Yes, I think so. In in my case, because Eliana has not been working because uh, my my wife not been working because of uh, um some disability that she can't work, then I have to work. So, uh, yeah, retirement for me is more time for gardening, for house, for cooking, for going out. Yeah, that, that would be great for me. But I think men uh, normally um, see retirement as a holiday kind of thing <laughs> in a way, but women keep working somehow after retirement. They never stop working, actually. <laughs>
Oh, nicely put. Um, I think the women go a bit crazy when they see the man retire and stay home. Get out of my hair. Jaime, last question. How do you stay happy? How do you stay healthy? It's very difficult. <laughs> it is for me, um, with age, we have lots of health issues and, and lots of things. But I think family is what keeps me happy, especially grandkids. They are a blessing in my life. And, um, of course, family in general, you know, my wife, my sons, um, they are something that give me really a strength for every day. But I try to be healthy, not very good in exercising, but I'm improving a little bit in, in that one and diet and all that stuff. So, yeah. But happiness is something that still, still is a challenge every day. So <laughs> it's very difficult. Very well put. You're spot on. Thank you, Jaime, so much. No worries. Gracias. Hi, my name's Sharina. What is your name? Eliana. Nice to meet you, Eliana. I shouldn't really say that because I do know you both. How long have you been at PBA for now? Oh, about 20 years in two programs. So 20 years working together as husband and wife? Uh, no, only five years, I think, so seven years together. But I worked before in with friends from different countries, women especially. What's it like working with Jaime? It's funny. <laughs> no pressure? No, no pressure. It's just different when you have at home and on a group of people because we are more people in the in the studio. And it's nice. Sometimes we have argument before to come and here we forgot it. We, we have to. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, when I've walked past the window, I, I've seen you do the paneling. I've seen you do the technical side, which I absolutely love. I love to see a woman behind the mic. Um, tell me about that. How was the training and learning something new? Oh, it was a big challenge for me because I never have been working in that, you know, especially we, we coming from a not technical scene or all this, the internet or the computer. But I started here in PBA uh, to do the training and I like it. I like it because it's something you control instead of talking in the microphone and you know how to get the right speech for the person and and I still have many years to learn more. It's always changing, isn't it? Tell me about the people that you have on. How is it important to, to have the people come on to talk about their experiences and their stories? Oh, well, one thing we learn. Even learn for the people, you know, to know the experience of other people in here. And for me, it's um, learning something from them. And it's good because you may sometimes experience from other to sometimes not happen to you, you know that. Uh, but it's, it's good, it's good. It's as always it's a process of learning. I love to talk about storytelling and I, I feel it's important, especially for migrants to come over and like Jaime said, you know, get the news back home about what's happening. Why is it important for you? I mean, I'm not sure how many now are at PBA, how many ethnic shows there are, but why is it important? Giving news to people, you know, for my community, sometimes we have an interview with people they um, may like helping, you know, because all the service in here, maybe my community doesn't know. And it, for me, that part is important to keeping the, the community information about all the service in here or what happened or not. The, even we have some people from Australia too. Learning from them is, for me, is enrich my my experience as a, as a human. What's it like to mix with other cultures apart from your own? Right. 
great. I had the opportunity this year to go to the multicultural festival, and it was amazing, amazing to see so many different, you know, like the food, like the costume, the user, and especially that, uh, this year I found there was the kids involved, you know, from different cultures. It's, for me, it's important because I got grandkids and I got kids bring here from the age of nine, now he is 42, and keeping some of the culture is, is uh, important, you know, to keep in the mother language and all of this thing. And then this festival, it was great. I think you hit the nail on the head because I was going to say kids that are now born here are speaking English and they're not probably using their own language as much. For those older, they're getting their kids to translate into English and so on. What would you be doing if it wasn't for radio? Uh, well, since I come here, I got a, a very good experience in Julie Fast Center. It was on those years working with people with disability. I don't have any idea of English, you know. It was very hard for me because I hate English in my country, but I have to learn in here. And this contact with these people was so amazing. And then I started to do this job also because my mother was sick in my country and I don't have the opportunity to look after her, you know, helping her. And I, when I got this opportunity to go to Julie Center, I said, why not look after someone, you know, they need it. And because it's... Um, Part of my girlness, not looking after my mother, and it was great. So one way of giving back? Yes, exactly. So beautiful. Tell me about getting older. How is is it making you feel? Well, especially for me, I don't feel uh, older. You know, I feel young because it depends on how do you feel inside. The only thing that changed for me was because I have a big accident, a car accident, and I, in my mind was always, when I get older, I play with my grandkids, doing this, doing that. But that changed because I have to adapt to that my disability I have today. But I feel great. I think so old people have to be feel younger from inside and keeping going and through to do a lot of stuff that help you walking, you know, not stay at home. And that's what I love people in Australia. Because people, even I saw them playing uh, games, uh, I don't know, the, with the ball, uh, ball sh- no, what do you call the name when they play? I was going to say marbles. No, marbles. <laughs> I would like to. No, no, no the, the big ball in, um, I can't remember the name, but I saw the people and it's great. I saw people walking, I saw people in bicycle, all the people and said, oh, great, you know. Back in my country, I know this is hard. People get 56 and they feel old and sitting at home, not doing nothing. But I'm here. It's great. Do you think that major life experience, the car accident, changed your way of thinking? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yeah. Because we never are prepared to be uh, disabled or get some injuries and they stop to do things. The beginning was hard. Because I have to think it was when I have the accident, I start to have the grandkids. And I had to put in my mind, Eliana, you had to do it slowly and be with the kid the way you could feel. Because I can't run, you know. But I try to play with them, try to, <laughs> to run. Try and keep up. But it's, 
I think so is all the positivism of the person, you know, because I saw disabled people doing exercise, go to the swim, and I said, oh, my God, you know, they made me a strength. Give you a bit of inspiration that it still can be done. Is there anything in life that you feel like you haven't done that you want to do still? Skydiving, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. I am a claustrophobic person. (laughs) Couldn't. But uh, one of the things maybe I could, I haven't done, it was um, do more things with my grandkids. My dream was riding with them, go to the beach, have a good time, but I couldn't. I think so, because I dream it. I remember to be a very good grammar. A part of that, I learned English. I went to the tech, I went to the uni. Things that never thinking I could do in my country, even in English. <laughs> you sound very content. What's one thing do you think that um, keeps you smiling, apart from your grandkids? I think so that it's good for your heart, it's good for your, your inside, you know, your soul. You have to be happy. Even uh, it's rather a be angry or I try to manage that one. But happy, I think so, is my more healthy. And I think so, it's good for the wrinkles to the other people. <laughs> <laughs> I think it takes too much energy to be angry. One last question. When Jaime said you came to Australia and you thought, you know, the streets were a little bit boring and so on, how do you find Australia now? Oh, no, I know there is life. Because at the beginning, well, at, until now, no kida. I was thinking when we arrived here, oh, people doesn't have kids. I couldn't hear any kid in the backyard because I'm coming from a country that kid everywhere and, and noisy. And I, but now I learn, you know, and I feel security. That's the more thing because you could go on the street with your handbag. You know, no one is going to t- take him from you. And this is the most thing I love in here. And I feel the security when you go out. Or you are not in my country. You can leave it you back or your telephone because it's missing. But in here, it's good. And I love the way. I love Adelaide. I'm a fan of Adelaide. I love it. We're a fan of you too. Yeah. I think so. That's a beautiful because Sydney Mel was too crowded. And here you have the time, you have uh, more more relaxed, more relaxing. And also the view in here, they have so many places, so many places, beautiful. And I think your culture has brought a lot of um, uh, divine, you know, smells and, and cookeries and um, and music to, to make Australia as vibrant as what it is. Yeah, I, I think so. Not only my culture, but all the culture in here, they add a little bit to Adelaide, especially Adelaide. They have so many migrant people here and it's nice to see mixing. You know, in the past, sometimes you go with two, three, or five different languages talking, <laughs> and it's just beautiful. Very diverse. Thank you so much, Ileana. Thank you. You for the interview. <laughs>